Hello my friends. Uh, today uh, I want to look at a little Bible passage that used to be a huge passage when I was growing up as a Christian in my early days, but I think isn't looked at quite as much today. And it's from right the end of Matthew's Gospel. Jesus has died on the cross. He has risen from the dead. He is about to ascend into heaven. And these are, Matthew records these as Jesus' last words to his disciples. They're the last words of his Gospel. So they're kind of important. Well, all his words are important. But just read what this says. Uh, this is from Matthew 28, beginning at verse 16. This passage is called The Great Commission. Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, all people groups, that is, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. I think this uh, has a lot to say to us these last words of Jesus. And I just want to go through the passage very briefly and point a few things out. Uh, this is the commission that he left us. I've said this before. Jesus left us with a great commandment to love him, a new commandment to love one another as he loves us, and a great commission to go into all the world and make disciples of every ethnicity. The beginning then the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. He gave them instructions after he rose from the dead to meet him. And it, it wasn't a mountain, it was a hill. Um, in, um, uh, in the biblical times, they didn't have a definition between a hill and a mountain, so they called anything that was big a mountain. But it was in Galilee, and uh, Galilee is where they came from. Galilee is where they were brought up. Galilee is where they first met Jesus. And he commissions them in their home area. He says, come and meet me in your familiar place. And so often we think that God will give us commission and revelation uh, in, in really weird places, weird circumstances, far away from everywhere. But it's in the everyday it's in our home, it's in our work, it's in our school, it's in our studies, it's, it's in our day-to-day -day living so often that he commissions us and he tells us what it is that he wants us to do. I love this next bit. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. I love that it's in there. And uh, the, the four Gospels were either written by the Apostles or more likely, many of them, by followers of the apostles. That's how they got all the little details of the private conversations Jesus had with them. Um, and I love it that the, the disciples, the apostles, were really honest about themselves, and that the, the Holy Spirit directed the writers 
to say exactly as it is and to not to gloss anything over. When they saw him, they worshipped him. What else would you do when he's risen from the dead and you've known him for three years and suddenly you realise everything falls into place? But even at this point, but some doubted. I'm so glad it's there because it doesn't then say, and Jesus said, I'm going to give most of you the great commission, but those of you that are doubting, out. You know, I can't use you if you're going to be like that. I can't use you if after all of this you still don't 100% believe me. I love it that he gave the commission to all of them and they worked through their doubts as they went. It gives us hope, doesn't it? And um, then Jesus came to them and said, and listen to this, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, you go and make disciples of all people groups. And it's like, you think, Lord, wouldn't you be better saying all authority in heaven and earth has been given to you, so therefore go. Uh, but what he was saying was, you're my people, I'm your Lord, and all authority in heaven and on earth is mine, so you can go, so you can go and make disciples of every ethnicity, of every people group. You, you're not alone. And my authority, my power will cover you. Do you realise when you do his will, when you go where he sends you, his authority covers you. He is there. It won't always feel easy. I'm not saying it'll never feel scary. But what I am saying is he's promised he will be there. And, and I know that from my life. As I look back, if I can look back in one way and see all my weaknesses, all my mistakes, all my misjudgments, all the times I, I got it wrong or I didn't obey or, or anything like that, or I can look back and at the same time, at the same time, see his faithfulness, his grace overruling again and again and again and I look back and I say how did you do that Lord how did how on earth did you do that I didn't know what I was doing because all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to him and he knows what he is doing we don't have to wait till we're strong or clever or brilliant or or absolutely able we just have to rely on him that when he sends us it's with his authority and then that all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me therefore go and make disciples of all people groups you see he doesn't say go and make converts making converts is the holy spirit's job it's not it's not our job Making disciples is our job. He gives that to us. And of course we preach the gospel. Of course we invite people to come to, to, to salvation. But if we think that true conversion is because of us, we are up the spout. Uh, it's because the Holy Spirit opens people's eyes. We are to be obedient, but he does that. 
the Holy Spirit opens people's eyes, spiritual eyes, that they might see Jesus. And then we are to make disciples, uh, baptizing in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And this is the definition of disciple and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. As I've said before, it's not teaching them everything I have commanded you. It's teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. He loves obedience. It is God's love language. And how do we teach people to obey? I think it's got to be so much more than a Take Heart podcast or a Sunday sermon. Uh, we teach it in relationship by living it ourselves, by by modelling it. Paul says, follow me as I follow Christ. And we need to get to the place where we can say that as well. And here's the bit that I love. And he finishes. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. We think he's with us when we're in church worshipping. And he is. His presence is there. But the promise is he's just as with us when we go, when we go in his name from our comfort zone to the ends of the earth. Uh, whether, whether it's the other side of the world or whether it's down the street, as we go in his name because he commands us, because he gives us his compassion for his broken world. And we can go in confidence that he will be with us. He will never leave us nor forsake us. And yes, it might seem scary, but you know what I've discovered? I've discovered that most people we go to are reasonable, are open, are fairly kind. Yes, there are a few people who hate Christianity, just like there are a few people who hate Manchester United. You know, both are wrong. But you know what? The, the people that call themselves atheists, I've discovered. I, I called myself an atheist before I was a Christian. They're the ones that are the most hungry. They're the ones that are seeking. They're the ones that are thinking about these things. I think our, 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 our biggest obstacle for people coming to know Jesus is, is not those who are atheists, but those who are apathetic, those who really don't care. They're the ones we pray for. They're the ones, but we go and we don't, we, we, we don't stop when someone becomes a Christian. The urgent requirement today is to make disciples, people who look, sound and smell more like Jesus. And we do that first when we resemble Jesus more, as we resemble Jesus more. And we point people to Jesus, not to us. And we point people to his beauty and his majesty. And we say, don't you want to be like that? Well, here's how. Here's how. God bless you.